and welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you have made the connection and are with us today. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host, and the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us in ways that get us thinking, get us talking, get us wondering, get us excited, (laughs) and most of all, get us connected perhaps even inspired or challenged to do just a bit more because we've made that connection. So this week we get to reflect on the amazing local music scene and we're going to be highlighting next Saturday's Powderhorn Porch Fest Music Festival and it's taking place in the heart of the South Minneapolis and returning to co-host with me today is Tabitha Montgomery. She is the executive director of the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association, also known as PPNA. This Minneapolis-based community organizations are the lead organizers of the event. Welcome, Tabitha. Thank you for having me again on the show, Lori. I always <laughs> love when you join me. <laughs> I'm so excited. And you were with me about a month ago, and you were shining a spotlight on the Powderhorn Art Fair. I want to know how that event went, okay. as well as I want to learn about all the cool things happening and planning and all the gearing up for the Powderhorn Porch Fest. But tell me first, how did it go? So the Art Fair was amazing. So the Powderhorn Art Fair, we celebrated our 32nd year. We had amazing turnout, really beautiful weather on Saturday, a little drizzly on Sunday, which depressed the um, turnout just a titch. But people were in good spirits. There was such a, a wonderful energy from the artist and the attendees and the food vendors and everyone who makes the art fair a success. So shout out to everyone who was able to um, stop by and say hello or to grab a piece of art and support local artists and regional artists at that. Um, It was a blast. It was a a beautiful event. And now you're segueing from art to music. To music. Yeah. Tell me about that. You know, as an organization, we have been so fortunate. I got to tell you, like in South Minneapolis, it's known for having a very eclectic mix of artists, an artist community. And so both of the events that we're talking about were were started by community members, not the association. The association, we are so grateful to be walking alongside both of these events from a coordinating and organizing perspective these days. But uh, Powderhorn Porch Fest Music Festival. Um, Porch Fest happened across the country, right? But this is the Powderhorn Porch Fest. Um, and this has been going on now for 11 years. We will be celebrating our 11th year next week. And shout out to um, Nicole Duxbury and Aaron Bloom, two community artists and just all around amazing folks who started this event originally and just blood, sweat, tears, passion, joy has made it what it is up until this point. Um, it's just a huge block party that takes over three city blocks. Um, we jam out on three different porches right that become like the consummate concert stage um and so it's just an amazing time multiple food vendors different community partners um and generally we anticipate anywhere between about five thousand to eight thousand people so we're stoked i have a question about the organizers they must have had a vision when they Mm -hmm. first started Mm -hmm. about what Mm -hmm. they wanted for this to be how are they feeling now 11 years later when it has exploded the way it has you know, I think that, you know, oftentimes I'll see Nicole at the event, at the event and she, Nicole literally just stepped away not too long ago, maybe just a couple of years and just joy and pride. And then we hug it out and a little bit of tearing. <laughs> and honestly, their vision has been, it was, it's when you have
have such a powerful vision, it can sustain mm -hmm. and basically become the foundation for all the things that happen after, right? Mm -hmm. So what I will say is that it is still very much rooted in highlighting local musicians. It is still very much this whole eclectic, anything can happen on these blocks. We're not so precious about not having hopscotch or whatever <laughs> else people want to do in the street. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like we've not over-engineered, we're not, we're not regulating the fun uh -huh. type of thing. Um, and then also very cognizant as a part of the formula to be very open to all music genres. Mm -hmm. You know, that's kind of the spirit of it. So whether whether it be folk, whether it be Americana, whether it be jazz, whether it be hip hop, whether it be spoken word, you know, like such a embracing of all the types of musical forms, because and then that takes uh, that that that's reflected on the porches and the sounds themselves. So it's just it. I think for me, it still has been able to maintain the original vision right that mm -hmm. those two artists had in terms of how do we use music as a thread to make and build connection because of just how harmonious mm -hmm. um, music can be not only from an, a tone and intonation perspective but just how it makes you feel in a crowd and builds community yes that community spirit um you know it does take us to a new place yeah a music you know and, and i i had a guest on a few weeks ago and we were talking about how you're never really afraid when there's music playing. Mm -hmm. What's that about? What happens? What what allows us to get through barriers and, and feel that connection and not have those fears and something opens up in us? You know, I think it's almost for me, one of the things that I notice, it creates this real moment of pause. Mm -hmm. Like just even like when you're watching um, a performing artist, right, mm -hmm. on TV or on, in theater, it puts you in the position to receive mm -hmm. something. So that what happens when you have thousands of people standing, sitting, you know, squatting, bending, receiving, right? And so I think that even right now, your listeners under the sounds of our voices are receiving, right? So it really almost, which is kind of unique, puts us all in a moment in the same posture, right? So our, our ears are a little bit more open, which I think also puts us in the position to have our minds and our hearts a little bit more open. But I think it's really about being in the posture of receiving what we're hearing or what we're seeing that then creates like this tackiness, this glue amongst us mm -hmm. that becomes a bridge for building real connection. Not always sometimes community instantly. That's mm -hmm. not what we need. But mm -hmm. like a moment where there's a bond, mm -hmm. right? That you're all in this venue. You're all in, the, you, you see it all the time. And when you go to uh, large concerts, like you're all in there. It's like, <laughs> the, it's like a buzz. It's like a hum, right? Uh -huh. And, or even how artists can get you to sway in one direction all together. Like kind of sometimes <laughs> on purpose, sometimes not, not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it then becomes like these really ionic bonds, in my opinion, that are really hard to break in the moment because we're all in the same posture of receiving these gifts, these, this talent, this this heart from artists. I know that I've gone to concerts and years later, you know, met up with people that went to the same concert. Yeah. And it comes back. Yes. You know, there's that like instantaneous, all the memory of being in that concert, even though we didn't see each other at the right. concert. We have an, an, a knowingness. And I have to believe that folks that come back to Powderhorn Park, and come back to the Powderhorn yeah. Porch Fest, have that same sense of like connecting not only at this moment, but in the past as well. You know, and I think that we hear often one of the things that people, why people come back is because it's like this really 
family-friendly jam fest. You know what I mean? Like sometimes mm -hmm. music festivals, because of how many people, you might be nervous to be uh, pushing a kid around in a stroller. Not at Powderhorn Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that stroller. <laughs> Strollers are almost like mandatory. I ain't kidding. Bring the dog. Do you know what I mean? Like, bring everybody. Like, it is so funny. Like, in the, I mean, if people set up their own games, it's like, okay, we doing that. We doing basketball in the street. Like, it is, it is really humbling, funny, joyous, joyful. And it's all as a, a function of creating this space for music to inhabit, to mm -hmm. in, imbibe each of us, right? To it's like this really immersive experience where um, if you're coming with positive intent, no way that you show up is wrong. Does yeah. that make sense? Like, oh, so yeah. it's just full on. It's such a beautiful flow. It goes from four to ten. Um, and we'll have this year. It's, it's so exciting because we have an opening and closing act that I'm excited to talk to folks about. Uh -huh. But four to ten. And then it's like one of those things where people can go between stages. It's completely free. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's no charges to uh, come to the event. Um, so it's just this amazing thing. So big picture, you've got 13 performing artists across three porches mm -hmm. that transform into this one-of-a-kind set of stages. There's nearly a dozen food vendors. Yep. From sweet to savory. <laughs> <laughs> you got the range there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you've got two separate beer gardens. That's right. Shout out to Reverie Cafe and Bar in South Minneapolis. And I, you know I love me my beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. And I got to say, you know, it, the beer garden, for those that are listening and are thinking, how can, when you have two beer gardens, still create, like, a family-friendly environment? Good both question. Gardens, both gardens are completely enclosed. Security, right, at both gardens, meaning you have to show ID to get wrist um, banded so you can enter, et cetera. So it's not, one, it's not an event where you can kind of walk freely um, at this time between the stages like if you're purchasing and consuming the beverage you have to be inside of a pretty substantially gated area mm -hmm. but it's good beer <laughs> it's, it's amazing beer i wish i could just shout out all the varieties right now but you know we have an amazing because of reverie's partnership with yeah. artisan is a, a beer distributor in town they've been so gracious and supportive so it's an amazing beer lineup and I love the dark beer, especially. <laughs> right. uh, so we've got this wonderful cafe and bar. Yes. Which is tremendous. And um, we've got some hometown favorite artists. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Very cool people. You want to share a little bit about that? So listen, this is one year where we have been very cognizant. Like we knew it was like um, uh, what, what I would call a feather in our cap when this person said yes. We were like, what? Right. So, but at the same time, was really cautious to say, you know, because of the mix of local artists, we don't want one artist to be put up on a pedestal more than others. But I have to say, we're super excited to the one and only Nerdy, um, who is going to be opening and closing the event. So he'll take the stage around four o'clock. Uh, to open us up and then probably around 9.15 to close us out. So if anyone is not familiar with Nerdy, please look him up online. Just an amazing, joyful, rooted artist in all the ways. So super excited. So if you are a fan of Nerdy, come rock out with us at Powderhorn <laughs> Porch Fest next Saturday. If you're not and you just want to learn about new amazing artists in town and, 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 and still enjoy amazing music from the other 12 artists that we will be featuring, do that as well. So we're super excited. Now we're going to have a guest in the next segment, 
want to tell us a little bit about who's going to be joining us? Yeah, so one of the ways that uh, Porch Fest comes together is certainly not just because of what PPNA or the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association does. Like, it takes a village, right? It takes a team. And one of the things, again, because of the vision of Nicole and Aaron from years ago that has is part of being the foundation of how we function is tapping other artists, other musicians to be what we call porch curators, right? So we don't pick the artist, right? We tap other artists to curate, right, and to identify artists who will hold down a particular stage. So And you do that for the um Powderhorn Art Fair too. That's right. Yeah. So the art all, fair is yeah. a juried art fair, right? Yeah. We don't select the artists. We have a jury, a stellar jury panel who select the art artists when in terms of scoring and ranking, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing here, like because we understand our role is to create the space. We understand our role is to create an environment where everybody can come out, that everybody feels safe, that there's a little bit of everything for everybody, right? Um, but in terms of the artist, we understand that artist no artist, right? So an artist has have a better eye, quite frankly, because I don't identify as an artist, um, has a better eye at identifying um, the voices and the sounds, right, that can contribute to an amazing um, art fair. So Brie Becker is going to be our first guest. I also want to mention that I don't think we've told them when it's going to take place. <laughs> Probably good right. idea. Probably not bad. So Saturday, September 16th, y'all, head over to 17th Avenue South in Minneapolis between 32nd Street and 34th Street. Again, completely free, really just because it's in the neighborhood, right? It's taking over three city blocks. You know, you're going to have to be patient and kind with us from a parking perspective and plan to walk a little bit, you know, to get to the venue but that's where it's at so 17th avenue south between 32nd and 34th street from 4 to 10 p.m powderhorn porch fest you don't want to miss it next saturday and we'll be right back after some commercials and we're going to have a lot of fun learning more about what's happening and how it's being curated and all the good stuff happening at the powderhorn porch fest (laughs) music (laughs) we'll be right back Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. And we like to celebrate great events that happen in our Twin Cities. And we especially like to talk about things that are happening in Powderhorn Park. And we have uh, my co-host, who I love having come join me to talk about these events, Tabitha Montgomery. And she's the executive director of the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association, and it's also known as PPNA. And last month, she came to talk to me about the art festival. Today, she's going to be talking about the Porch Fest music. But tell me about how important both of these events are. Just a little bit of a you know highlight scenario of how cool this is in the in the Powderhorn Park. You know, I think they're so amazing for us because like most communities, sometimes you look around for what are the markers, what are the profile, what is the characteristics of a particular community, of a particular neighborhood, and art, artistry and artist and the talent that they bring forth and how they can hold together a community in good times and in bad. I mean, we saw that even in the midst of the uprising, how artists stepped up, stepped out stepped up and stepped out to hold us down and to hold us together and to create not only narrative but healing and how they support community. And that is why these two events, um, in good times and in bad, are so critical that we can demonstrate the power of art and how it helps us to remain connected 
to create those bonds that are sometimes unexplicable, unexplainable, why we still don't feel so um, weathered and torn by the moment, mm-hmm. right? And so it's one of those things that whether you've you felt it directly or not. Sometimes you can't even put words to why you have such a sense of calm at an art fair mm-hmm. or why you are like literally closing your eyes and swaying to the sound of music and you remember this moment and then you tell your kids about this moment, you tell your friends about this moment or you get to work on Monday and they say, what What did you do? And then you say, I went to the best concert of my life. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Normally when people come in on a Monday, they don't say, I had the best gardening experience of my life. I, I had the best shopping experience Take a look at, at this Target. cucumber. Look at this binder I got from Target. Shout out to Target. You really should be a sponsor. But, you know, it's one of those things where um, it's opportunity for art to really help us to remember that there's not, if we choose, a lot that separates us. Mm-hmm. If we choose we would remember that there's not a lot that separates us. And so, again, we have been so fortunate as a neighborhood organization to benefit from the vision and the commitment and the passion of community members, residents. And I'm not saying just just community members and not just residents, but powerhouse people who have the wherewithal to say we can come together and give and create something together that has staying power. And that's really what the Powderhorn Art Fair and Powderhorn Porch Fest now means to us as an organization. We ultimately just feel so much pride and joy that we can, in my opinion, shepherd community vision, to hold community vision, to support community vision, um, not because we were so brilliant, not because we're so amazing, but because people are brilliant and community is amazing. We started to talk in the last segment a little bit about the curation of this event. Yes. Tell me a little bit more about that. So, again, it's one of those things that it becomes the the foundation, right, for how we are able to generate so much interest for the event because we're able to say, look at the local artists, look at all the talent who will be joining us. And that is really because of our what we call amazing, our porch curators, those who identify the artist and could get their commitment to join us for a set. Right. Generally, the set is about 45 minutes long. And so we partner with amazing people like Brie Becker, who is going to be joining us here shortly in the role of porch curator, because then they are able to within their artist network, because of their ear, because of their sometimes personal inclinations um, in terms of what styles of music they like or what sounds of music and types of music have their interest at the moment. So then they create these amazing um, experience for the attendees. Well, let's have him join us. Bree, are you there? I'm here. Welcome, 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 welcome to Connections Radio. <laughs> Thank you for taking a moment to join us. Thanks for having me. Right. So listen, one of the things that we were just talking about is how basically essential <laughs> you happen to be <laughs> and our <laughs> other porch curators for this year's Powderhorn Porch Fest. So why don't we start, if you wouldn't mind, if you want to share a little wor- few words about you as an artist, right, and kind of your general artistic bent, and then lead, that, lead us into how that influenced uh, how you thought about curating this year's stage. Of course, yeah. Um, I'm actually not personally a an artist. I don't play instruments, but I love being around the industry. It kind of just fell in my lap uh, about eight years ago. I had a friend that started the band. She asked me to be her uh, manager, and I just said yes. And I ended up falling in love with the, the industry, and I just really like being around music and artists. And I've just been doing it ever since. 
Oh, wonderful. So tell yeah. us about the lineup. What do you got planned for your stage? Yeah, well, of course, um, we're on stage number three, and that's <laughs> going to be at 3329 on 17th. And, uh, of course, Nerdy is kicking it off. And then um, I have Danny Aaron, who is kind of retro pop. She pulls influence from Steely Dan, Stevie Nicks. So it's kind of a new, kind of a new age jazz um, mixture of a genre, which is really fun. Um, and then following that, I have uh, Emmy Woods. She's um, she does a lot of country folk and blues, and she might even throw some ghost stories in there, kind That's of prepare you for Halloween. <laughs> okay, we love that. <laughs> and uh, then I have um, I have Lamar, and he's going to be playing from seven fifteen to eight o'clock. And he is a Brooklyn based, does a lot of saxophone, folk, soul, R and B and a lot of his um a lot of his lyrics are kinda of around the racial and social justice. And it's just it's just such good music. So, um and then uh following that at eight fifteen to nine with Black Widows, just to kind of mix things up. They're a punk surf Rondotica band out of <laughs> Minneapolis and they are so fun I actually work with one of the guitarists at um at a local venue it's just going to be a good time to to close out the close out the evening I love your enthusiasm it's like you're you're, you're having a party and you're inviting us all as friends right, to come right. see these great uh, folks but don't you guys like if you if you really listen closely I think again Bree is just a, a, providing a great example of what I was talking about before just Powderhorn Porch Fest really reflects this embracing of eclectic different styles of music mm-hmm. not one sound right for one person right but just really lifting up a variety of genres and I gotta remind you this was just one stage stage <sighs> three 3329 right oh, shout out to bear for hosting us um, for uh, I, I think the 11th year in a row um, as one of our porch host uh, families but again I think it really is a, a great example of uh, why that is so important is for us not to just focus on one sound at this particular event. I'm also curious, how long did it take you to line those all up? I mean, is this, it, my guess is it's going to be longer than a couple months. This is probably a dedication that you do over a longer period of time. Um, it, it, it took about a month. Oh, okay. I had some other people in mind that I kind of wanted to wait and see if they can make it work. So I just worked it out. Um, reached out. I just re- initially reached out to about eight different bands, and of course, some couldn't. And but most of these people were on it right away. So I know it's yeah. important to you, Tabitha, to to pay with yes. a stipend. Yeah, at least these bands. Most of them are doing it out of a lot of you know generosity of their heart, um, because there's no way that you can pay them absolutely what, they're, what, they, what they really are worth. What, but part of your hope also is to continue to grow having sponsorship for these stages, so that the musicians would be able, you know, yeah, to have so we can actually the funding pay deep more deeply. And and when I say we pay all the artists, I mean we even Brie indicated that they don't see themselves necessarily as an artist, but being a curator, being a person who has a, an ear for music, being a person who understands the value and the power of music has value, right? So we envision a moment, a day where this event is so well supported, so well so well sponsored that that has the direct impact on what we can then provide for compensation, right? For our 
artist time. You know, it's it's more than just about the day of event. It's about b- being able to pay people for the rehearsal time, being able to pay people for the travel time, right, to get to the event, to set up, being able to to compensate. The, the truth of it is un, with an outdoor festival, anything could happen, mm-hmm. certainly from a weather perspective. And then I've seen where we are relying on our artists to move quickly, you know, to protect equipment, sound and otherwise and so forth like that. So, you know, one of the things that we hope is that we are at a point um, in the near, near future to have so much more financial support for this event that that then has a direct impact in the lives of the local artists that has held us down for the past 10 years as we head into our 11th year next Saturday, Saturday, September 16th, 4 to 10 o'clock um, for Powderhorn Porch Fest 2023. Um, Bree, one of the questions that uh, before we kind of close out, I wanted to ask you is, you know, in your opinion, why do you think artists said yes to you? You know, what, what do you think uh, artists attracts them to hyper-local? Because this is super, truly a hyper-local, small festival, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these artists love being involved in the community. Um, and uh, to add to it, like a lot of, a lot of artists just like to play, period. Mm-hmm. So um, I wish I had more to add to that. No, no. <laughs> but they're pretty, I, I think that's a good summation. Yeah. They want to be there. Forward. They love the community. That's and they right. love to play. Both very, very factual, Brie. <laughs> very factual. Uh, thank you, Brie. And, and I do have to have us break for commercial, but um, it's great to have you be part of um, having us learn about kind of the backstage stuff in getting this uh, porch fest ready. So take care. And uh, looking Absolutely. forward to stage three next week. Thanks, Bree. Bye-bye. Yep, thanks. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. And today we're centering on the power of music in building connections as we feature next weekend's, which is September 16th, Powderhorn Porch Fest Music Festival. And that's, again, September 16th. Um, It's a powerhouse of local music experience that will take place in the heart of South Minneapolis. Uh, It's along 17th Avenue between 32nd and 24th Street, and it'll run from 4 to 10 p.m. You can get more information for this by going to ppna.org backslash porchfest. And again, my co-host for today is Tabitha Montgomery. She's the executive director of PPNA and the lead organizer for this festival. Yes. Her organization. <laughs> she's, but she's leading this organization. And you're going to tell me two things that you're most excited about. Artist, 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 right? Mm, yeah. Like this event would not happen without all the amazing artists. And that's not only the stage artists, but the behind the scene artists. So shout out to the sound technicians that hold us down. And again, in the previous segment, we heard from Brie Becker, who is our porch curator, which is also what we consider to be an artistic role. Those who helps to bring together such an amazing compilation of artists. And I'm also super stoked about the fact that this is the first year we're partnering across other neighborhood organizations um, in South Minneapolis to use this as a shared fundraiser for our work. So many of us touch so many facets of community building in terms of supporting businesses, having community meetings, um, having other events, um, t- um, trying to support different advocacy um, initiatives around housing or equitable development or safety, you name it, right? So we're super excited to partner with seven other neighborhood organizations on the South Side in service of trying to use this event as a fundraiser to strengthen our organizations. So um, we're excited. 
Well, those are wonderful two things to be very excited about. Um, now, you're going to be having another guest join us today. Yes. And joining yes, the yes, conversation. Yes. And it's un my understanding that Carlos Morales has supported this event as an artist in some capacity since the very beginning. Absolutely. I mean, listen, I cannot say enough positive, amazing things about this human. Just a gift to our community, a gift to this event, truly um, teacher, artist, savant, um, just powerhouse thinker, just the generosity of spirit is something that I think that just exudes from Carlos's every fiber. So super excited. And and really, I got to say, just just a little behind the scenes, I texted Carlos yesterday because, <laughs> again, this is how life moves, right? Always last minute. Um, and like, yo, would you mind kind of coming on the radio show with me and pubbing Porch Fest? And literally, probably within 20 minutes, it was an easy yes. Oh. So um, thank you. Thank you, brother. So just excited to have you on the show. Welcome, Carlos. Um, good morning, Lori. And good morning, <laughs> um, I don't know how to follow all this. You know, I was... we, we've got super energy going here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm afraid to pronounce words at this point. You know? <laughs> oh, Carlos, you're much loved, and we appreciate all that you've done for the Porch Fest. Tell us a little bit about um, your vision for this and how it came to be and how you feel about being you know, part of the the pillar for so many years and making this real? Um, well, as many things in life, you know, they happen as an accident. You know, you're not expecting anything. And I have to mention um, Nicole Duxbury. She <laughs> is a person who, who brought this idea years and years ago, you know, and and I gotta be honest, I was skeptical a little bit when she put it on the table, <laughs> and and then it happened, and you know, and it wasn't like I remember that uh, I, I don't know, it, it, it was a little bit of chaos, but th <laughs> there was a there, there was a, always, you know, like since that very first one, a really good vibe, like understanding from people, like like people understanding that yo, this is happening because of we're here. Because of other dudes who live around or play at the bars, you know, that we have around or, you know, little theaters, they're playing here. And there wasn't like a criteria, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Um, so it was it was all open, all organic, you know, like, like I don't know, like wild weed, you know, like growing, coming out even from, you know, in between of the asphalt, you know. And, a little flower. And I... It, yeah, and I and I loved it, and then I don't know. I think that I have performed several times, and 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 the Q rating part, I, you know, since I I said before that there wasn't any criteria, you know, nobody told us that, yo, now you gotta do this. That hasn't ever happened, though. I feel that there has been an an understanding between people that, oh, you know, as Q raters, uh, what what kind of vibe are you gonna have? You know, when we're meeting each other. And you start creating the picture. And from that moment, you start thinking, like, what can I bring? What can I do? What, you know, what, what, I don't want to say what's needed, but at the same time, I want to say it because um, I cannot remember the year, for example, there was an artist, a hip hop artist, who, you know, got focused only on hip hop music one year. 
and it was awesome, you know. The the terrible part about it was that I was curating, so I couldn't attend, you know, like <laughs> that porch. Uh. <laughs> and, but but so I, I I think it was a year that I I brought more folk music, you know, because like, I felt that, you know, the, the boys and the girls, you know, our children living, you know, in this part of the city, there 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 is some expression, cultural expressions that if they're not gonna get exposed to, you know, if if the school don't, doesn't bring them, you know, to see these, air or if they don't pay, like you know, we have had flamenco artists, we have had stuff that is not, you know, if I say hip hop, country, rock, you know, yeah, it's been here, you know, it's <laughs> been here, but there are some more things that are that they haven't been here all the time, and so that's what I'm 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 talking about, what I'm referring to. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. Crazy things? Totally makes okay. sense. But that I think that's a great way to segue into my next question for you, Carlos, is why don't you share a little bit about your personal style of music, right? And then how long have you been performing as an artist? And then what inspires you to share your music with the world? Do you know what I mean? Because I know sometimes as an artist, it can be a very personal thing. Um, thank you, Tavita, for that one. Um, uh I was listening, I got to say that I was listening to the person you guys were interviewing before, and this person was mentioning, I'm not an artist. I, I was like, whoa, I cannot say that anymore. <laughs> but no, I'm going to I'm gonna say it. No, because I, I, I'm coming, I'm from Nicaragua, and in a country like mine, art has been in the hands of those who have money, period. Mm. And yeah, because it's not like here, like that you have, you know, like music in school, you have theater, you have... You know, some again, many times we take all this stuff for granted, and we shouldn't. You know, and so I never got the chance to, you know, to um, to learn music, and like you know, you put a party tour in front of me, I'm gonna freak out. You know, I just I don't I don't know what that means, and but but you know, but I understood really early that I, that it would it would I had this little fire inside of me that was trying to say something i had the, the example of other artists in my country that they kind of like had the same situation these were folks who didn't read music who didn't you know compare with uh, our neighbors in costa rica they have big academies they have big but they don't have the writers that nicaraguans have they don't have you know the singers and writers that we have you know that that was always a mystery for me what is it about how how can we explain this and so that that has been my my where everything it's coming for me in my style you know i, I would i would call it simply um singer songwriting you know I, sometimes i feel you know tempted to talk about trova or some stuff from latin america but but no you know trova trova it's trova and it was i don't know 20 years ago and, and it's done and you know and it was silvio rodriguez it was pablo milanes it was you know those folks so the singer-songwriting involves more, more styles, more freedom, more different ways to approach to it. Mm, how beautiful! How beautiful! So we heard about you've been with the Powderhorn Porch Fest since the beginning. You're you are a self-identify as a singer-songwriter, right? Just because it is so much more of an expansive yeah. view of how you approach art and artistry. And I think maybe the last thing maybe I would ask you to do is to share in your opinion, you know, think about all the people that's listening. Why should a person give Powderhorn Porch Fest 
a try. I mean, you've been there since the beginning where you said it was basically, I heard, controlled chaos. And again, thank you for mentioning Nicole, because we shouted her and Erin out earlier at the top of the show, just giving homage to the fact that this would not be without them, without their vision, without their passion, without their hustle, right, to bring this to life in Powderhorn. So why should folks make time next Saturday, September 16th, between 4 and 10 o'clock to come jam with us? Well, I would say that because it's awesome, you know, but it sounds so simple. Because of, I don't know, I've, I have love for this um, process, I want to call it, Porch Fest. For me, it's a process. You know, as I said before, Nicole was the very first person, you know, I heard talking about this. And now now we're walking, you know, with a hand, holding hands with Tavita, with Ashley, with PPNA. That's what I'm trying to say, which is makes it completely different. So there's more organizations, organization in general. There's more, you know, order. Well, we are still, you know, preserving that freedom that I have always perceived, you know, the, uh, um, um, uh, about the event. And it is, uh, I don't know if we were the first one, probably not. Maybe in this city, I, I don't know. And this is not a competition, but <laughs> again, again, it's a, it's a process that it, it, it's still alive. Every every year, it's just proven, but it's still it's still alive. That there isn't any guardian, you know, any laws written down. We gotta do it this way. We gotta, and that makes it beautiful. And also, South Minneapolis has, you know, such a big diversity you know like it's hosting this super big diversity group of people that you you see everything you know you can you can find i don't know like food from from sweet you know swedish um, um food but tacos mexican tacos and they, yeah all these different stuff you know and and people are so i at least that's how i perceive it Again, people perceive that this is happening because of us. Like, like there's some level of like um, responsibility. I want to believe that people have because we haven't ever had any incident. We have always, you know, like we haven't ever needed, you know, like the 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 help from, you know, the police department, for example. We haven't ever needed, you know, to have guns around us, you know, like to to feel safe, you know, and and that is something that you know blows my mind. Yeah. It blows my mind because you know that there are so many things happening in life these days. You know, and um, I don't know. I love that that little nest that we have there, where you're gonna see all these different artists, all these different point of views. You know, some some of them experts, some of them you know professional, some of them are not. You know, but like showing that real love and passion for music. You know, that feeling like sharing together. Like you know what, we're getting healed tonight. You know what? We're getting it's a fresh start after this show. Mm. I'm not lying. I really feel it like that. It sounds like a wonderful multicultural healing and feeling safe and feeling connected and celebrating being with each other. Yeah. And how much more beautiful yeah. can that be? I wish that we did not have to go to break. <laughs> right. <laughs> Carlos. Thank you, thank Carlos. You. Thank you for all Thanks. that you do, and thank you for sharing it with us today. Thank you. And we'll be right back. Connections Radio Show, where we're having a great day talking about uh, all sorts of cool things about music and art and Powderhorn Park. 
Um, and my co-host is Tab- Tabitha Montgomery, and we're talking about how art and music builds connections and community. And we're focusing on next Saturday, September 16th, Powderhorn Porch Fest Music Festival. It's a free event, and it's open to the public, and it will highlight 13 extremely talented local performing artists. Uh, Tabitha, tell me about some other things of this cool event. Well, listen, we know no good festival would be a good festival without amazing food, right? right? So really just want to lean in a little bit and shout out to all the food vendors that will be there. Um, and a definitely an, another mention to Reverie Cafe and Bar, who is sponsoring the two beer gardens. Um, but we have with us one of the food vendors who their first time was with us last year, um, Danita, who operates the uh, uh, the Catfish Queen and D's Peas and Beans, um, is going to be with us at this year. And from I wasn't able in full transparency, guys, I had a family thing that came up, so I wasn't at last year's event, but the staff and the whole community was there, and I just heard about the lines that Danita experienced. So definitely just want to give uh, an opportunity to highlight Danita in this moment. So, Danita, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Can you guys hear me? Yes, yes. We can hear you great. Oh, okay. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Danita. <laughs> <laughs> this is the energy we need to close with. So listen, the name of the business alone, right, sounds amazing. Catfish Queen and D's Peas and Beans. So tell us a little Thank bit about you. tell us a little bit about the food and what inspires you to cook, my dear. Okay, so I started D's Peas and Beans a long time ago when my babies were just like maybe one or two. And the only reason why I I like got obsessed with beans is because I didn't want to make string beans and potatoes for the next <laughs> holiday because I had made it for five years straight. Now I'm like, Mama, I do not want to do that anymore. <laughs> and so I had to take control of my life. <laughs> and so you became and the catfish mom, queen. Right. Queen, right. yes. And so that came later. So then I was like, okay. She was like, well, what do you want to cook? And I was like, I want to do the black eye beans. <laughs> you know, picking up, up, up in the game on these family events. And it was a hit, and I just kept on perfecting it, and it was a winner. And then I was, like, obsessed with um, fried, frying. I used to, I love frying anything. But frying fish is, like, my favorite thing to fry. I love the taste of catfish. And so I just love that combination, that fusion, and I just stuck with it. I love it. I love it, and I love catfish, too. Makes me crazy. I love it so much, and I ta- and I eat my black eyed peas um, every January first because that's supposed to bring you good oh, luck. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. Listen, yeah, uh, Danita, that, that's the staple. I I hate to do this, but I'm about to read you a text that one of my board members sent me this week after our executive committee <laughs> meeting. Listen, he say I forgot I was supposed to check with you. Who was the vendor with the catfish last year? Because we've been trying to find them. So Mama or Auntie something. The catfish was good, and Lily, that's their partner bought catfish from two different places trying to figure it out and neither came close. <laughs> so you... Oh, that's what I love. Danita, thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so excited about having you at the Powderhorn Porch Festival, Music Festival. It's going to be fabulous. It's next week. You got to come. Everybody's got to come. It's a great music, come, food, and come. yeah, and, and we got to go to Danita. We got to go to the meeting. Get the catfish. We got to go to the catfish queen. Got to get the catfish.
Gotta get the catfish and black eyed peas. <laughs> we'll be there. We'll be there. And some wonderful music. And hopefully all the audience will be coming too.